This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, I got stuck in the shower with a moth this morning. Right. Because I have, you know, I have the chair in there. Like, it's, I need to be sitting down because otherwise my knees will slide all the way down my legs. Actually, off. They slid down onto the top of my feet and then off my feet. Past your feet. Yes. I'm sorry. Just when you say chair, I'm just because, like... You mean the porch swing? Yes, it's a yes. It's not yes. It's I a, mean, it's not on the porch, but it is like it, yes. traditionally. It's not on the porch, where, and it's not a swing. You know, it's not like a wicker or whatever. It's like a you know sort of imitation velvet um, swing. Mm-hmm. But it does it does swing around, so I don't. I never have to be under the water for that long. Well, it I can just, sort of swing in and out of the water. Well, and think about this: you're sitting on a chair directly under the water. Somebody flush a toy toy, mm-hmm. and the hot get too steamy. Yes. Right? Yes. And then you can't move but, unless you – the whole point is you can't stand up, so now you're stuck in the chair. But if you've got a swing – I can swing out of the Well, you grab any one of, of those chains. The water. And you, and you can propel yourself back out of the water. Well, so this is actually what happened. Like, <sighs> I also have the porthole – in the shower door, which mm-hmm. serves multiple functions, actually. One is I can look out and see if there are any... Uh, Beasties or nasties. Yeah, or like yeah. people spying on me. And mm-hmm. it's also sort of a honey trap because the porthole is at the height of my long associate. Were I, were I to be standing up, but instead anyone who's trying to sneak a peek opens a porthole and it's actually my disapproving eyes Mm -hmm. instead just a glower yes and so i hear somebody outside flush the toy toy and i'm getting very scared i'm about to be burnt up hot steam so i open the porthole to uh to scream at them and in flies this moth that's like really big it's like a really huge one of like a like a jungle moth Mm mm-hmm and it's flying around. Meanwhile, I can't open the door because my swing, I tried to swing away too aggressively. I grabbed the chain and accidentally got the swing kind of wedged into sealing the door shut. Oh, no. Yes. I've done that in that space. And so the, well, it's a two-person swing, obviously. So I was there. And so the moth is now really having his way with me. In terms of crawling on me and eating a hole in my hair, I'm screaming. It looks fine, by the way. Thank you. You like you know there's a hole, but it almost looks like you wanted it. Like it's like a cool like. Um, remember John Henson had that skunk patch on his head that he mm-hmm. just he owned it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you could try to do that with this. And so I'm screaming so loud. The moth is screaming too. And eventually, like. 
it's not getting wet. It's it's like somehow maneuvering through the streams, the mm. water streams, to attack me. Well, it's pretty, it sounds like it's from a rainforest. I mean, that's yes. its, its natural abilities, yeah. But I know that um, water is something that can destroy it. And so I seal the – I stand up, let one of my knees slide off. It acts as a natural seal for the drain. The shower starts filling up. Mm-hmm. And it's like getting up to like sort of my nose height, and but the moth is in my hair, so I need it to to get that high. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it gets high enough, I open the porthole and I blast the moth out. It gets sucked out with all the with all the water. Oh, good. And so that's why I'm so clean today. Well, I'd like to apologize actually, just because I feel partially responsible. You know. When you were out of town, I was tending your garden. Yeah. Obviously, I brought a lot of new exotic, exotic plants, plants that did have some jungle caterpillars. Passengers. Yes. And I thought, oh, what a nice treat. It will feel like traveling without having to leave your home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not anticipate that the the big banana bunch, I think, is. What it ultimate? It smelled like a like a banana. It smelled like a banana. Yeah. So one of those bananas, I believe, was a chrysalis, and I didn't anticipate it hatching this quickly or being this strong. Um. So uh, my my bee, my bee. Hey, welcome to Hollywood uh, Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Land. Like always, in this industry, we call showbiz. Showbiz, what up, what up? We would love to just get right into the show, but instead we have to talk about something scary and disturbing. Yeah, uh, we had a we really wrestled with: Do we discuss this on air? Is it just encouraging? But ultimately, I think for our safety, it's better that we just say like this is going on. Yes, and it's not so much about the it's not so much the original person we're addressing, who I think is sort of too far out of reach to um, fix at this point. It's a for others who might be thinking about doing the same thing that mm-hmm. we really have to get ahead of and say no, this is not. Okay. This is not okay. Yeah. We have to have boundaries. Uh, there is a listener to the show who goes by the name the Goose Man. Juice Man. One of those. Um, Juice Man, he's a huge fan of the show. We're obviously his favorite show. Um, that, that's been clear for Which some is fine. Like, now. you know, love the, like, listen to the show, enjoy it. Please. Um, what, what the Goose Man has ended up doing is he made these shoes with our faces on them, dr- painted on. Yes. Two shoes two for each of us. Two shoes each. So we each have our own full pair, which obviously yeah. is overkill uh, to the extreme. Yeah. Clear, I mean, what clearly what is going on is this uh, person is... Uh, upset is like sort of obsessed with the show. Well, the um, amount of time that goes into painting four shoes, yeah, based only on Hayes and I, uh, means that I, I know a lot about this person's lifestyle. They don't sleep. They don't have a job. They don't have TV, which I normally like in someone who think it's interesting uh, character trait. Uh, they don't. But then, uh, you, what you like is that they use it to read. Read the book. 
that they read the book instead because mm-hmm. a lot of times the book is better. Um, but instead of that, what he's doing is he's spending all his waking hours painting me and Hayes. And I guess what I guess we had talked about him on the show at some point before. We probably we try to do a nice thing where we'll mention our fans, where we'll right. say somebody like. Uh, I can't even. I'm scared to think of one. Now. Right. Like just make up a. Okay. Um, who would be a fan? Uh, Brogmorg. You know, and, and we'll say, "Oh, Brogmorg is." Uh, is that his first and is last a name? Sweetie. Um, yeah. Well, in my mind, it's his middle name. So Brogmorg is a sweetie, and we'll go like, oh, uh, we saw Brogmorg made a comment online. I've never been online. But yeah, it, made a sweet <laughs> comment, and 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 we'll go and here's a hug, and like here's a hug, and we'll be like. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we'll pretend to give a big squeezy. And I know I make an effort uh, in all my ads to remind Squeezies you that I am sweeties. your friend. Yes. But that is in order to sell you a product. I'm saying I'm your friend in exchange for money because that's such a thrill to you. You then feel very positive about whatever product I mention afterwards. Imagine and, you're friends with me. But that's for the ad. That's not real. And so Gooseman uh, interpreted this in some weird way, I guess, uh, started to believe that we were his real friends. Um, and so naturally he would make shoes for us, which is I don't totally understand the connection to either. Like I don't know how it translates to shoes. It's like a podcast and Keep now your neon. We're, I don't we're doing shoes. Uh, it's doesn't Ju- it's very ineffective for Juice Man has retreated into a sick fantasy world of his own design where he, Hayes and I all run around wearing shoes. They're not athletic shoes. I assume they're actually for strolling through some sort of um, urban uh, What I see them being most useful for is grinding rails, which I also do not endorse. That's private property. To to jump. People worked very hard on those rails. All those people wearing soaps and airwalks who are grinding these rails jump off. You think the rails just showed up, guys? Or do you think that blue-collar people like me and Hayes threw our hard hats on, grabbed our lunch pails, and, and just put bent some them, fucking rails bent them with in. our hands into, into shape? To the shape it wasn't that for you to, supposed to be. It wasn't for you to grind them, okay? It was so that there was a boundary. So, Gooseman, I guess, has like become uh, a total uh, insane maniac. Stalking us with the shoes, uh, he he's being taken care of uh, with respect to the the police are. Well, he's swim fan. He's swim yes. fan now. Gooseman has he's become swim, swim fan. fan. Yeah, I mean he's full on swim fan. He is swim fan with two ends. He's yeah. swim fan. Mm-hmm. man swim fan. So he's being dealt with. This is for everyone else who we mentioned on the show, and this actually uh, leads into the other thing that we have to do is these donor shout-outs. We're just going to say some names of people who donated to Earwolf. This does not mean that, that, that we have become your best friend just because we're saying your name. In the past, we have done these donor shout-outs in a very positive way where we go like, hey, thanks for giving us the money. Like, yeah. we, and we love having your support. But now and we would love of- to be able to keep doing that and to give more squeezies for sweeties, but we can't. we just can't afford to be – 
giving out squeezies anymore. Juice Man has spoiled it for everyone, and so what we do have to do instead is say, you we're know, not, uh, and unfortunately, we are also retroactively taking away all the squeezies. The beef. squeezies. If you are a sweetie who got a big squeezy, you must return sit your, your family squeezy. down. You know, send out a mass voicemail. Sit your family down and tell them, hey, the squeezy I told you about, I was mistaken. It wasn't a real squeezy, and I'm not a real sweetie because Juice Man lost his mind. And if you re-squeezied, and if you re-squeezied this, the your squeezy to a sweetie in your own life, mm-hmm. that also needs to be retracted. And we're sorry. And we so on down the line. And we're sorry we didn't want to do this, but our hand has been forced. So you know, here's a donor shout out in the new fashion. What I'll say is, dear Goodmunder Christians. Uh, you gave us $100. Please do gave not— Give Earwolf $100. Yeah, Earwolf. You don't give a shit about our show. Do not draw me. Do not dream about me holding your hand, and we're skipping through the park, and there's some children playing double dutch, and you and I jump in the middle and do, like, some fun little rhyme, and it just feels like, oh, what cool young people. It's like, no, we can't do that together, Goodmunder. Matthew Gawat also donated $100 to Earwolf, the big corporation. Uh, Matthew, do not put me as your emergency contact at the doctor. If you uh, get sick at the doctor, I will not help you. I'm not your friend. Put Use your mom as your emergency contact. And then the last donor shout-out is uh, to someone who, in the space where you normally would put your name, uh, has instead bastardized the entire process and said Paul should do a Buffy contest podcast. Or but I'm I sorry. just want to make sure they get their hundred dollars worth. Fucking yeah, sorry content. I don't know. Paul should do a Buffy podcast. Uh, so I'm sure this is exactly what we they don't wanted. necessarily have to worry. About Good it. job by Earwolf Management. Well, what scares me is this show. person is already. It makes me feel like we should warn Paul. Yeah, because I mean, now this person is sending Paul direct this information orders. Won't get to Paul through a donation. I'm sure. Yeah, it's I'm sure when they paid one hundred dollars, two individual shoes per person. When they paid a hundred dollars, now look, we can either assume. Look, it's probably Paul F. Tompkins. It could be Paul Shear. Mm-hmm. When they paid a hundred dollars, they definitely didn't want this to come to Hollywood. Hit like that's so obvious. Paul's not on the fucking show. He's on like four other shows. So the fact that it came here, I mean, it just gives you a little window into what happens at these offices. Like who's making the decisions and how much thought goes into them. So, you know, that's what we're dealing with. When you don't like one of our shows, a episode comes out, you don't like it. Hey, maybe it's not all on us. Maybe we're not getting a lot of help here. Yeah, if it's sometimes when it's bad, it's it's an issue of all all the other cooks that we have in this process who are taking our sound file. And honestly, by the time it airs, sometimes it's unrecognizable to the thing uh, with like all the little tinkerers in here. I do not even remember recording an episode that was anything like that because it's just been tampered with first by engineer Ryan. Like he gets his fingers on it. Ryan always does a first pass. He's adding jokes. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of jokes. So much ADR and so many like, oh, I really feel like this. I mean, I, I sat in an edit with him once, and I just had to leave and throw up. 
But anyway, Engineer Ryan, that's his right. I mean, he's uh, one of the most powerful engineers here at Earwolf, and the engineer is king. Um, so, but it goes through Ryan, it goes through Cody, it goes through um, Agata. It, it goes up the chain of engineers. Finally all gets the way to Agata. Up to Agata. And will often just throw it out. Yeah. Say, start over. There's nothing here I can use. And she says she says that releasing a podcast is like birthing a calf. And then she does this pantomime where she talks about, I guess she grew up on like a farm. Yeah, and she, she like puts rolls on her the, sleeves. And, and she puts on these long gloves. These, these huge, long, thick rubber gloves. Yeah. And pantomime's like getting, like reaching inside. They're almost like catching it as it slips yeah. out of the cow's cavity. And it's, again, it is a pantomime, but it's so gruesome. Like, visually, it puts you in a place you don't want to be. But anyway, and the gloves are still wet. And I usually don't have a problem with a lot of her notes either. But it's just an uncomfortable meeting to take. So so anyway. we have a guest that's uh, so cool. Buffy Contest. What was I thinking? Howard is here on Hollywood Handbook. So, Kelvin, you, and uh, Sandri Bernhardt uh, mm-hmm. are both, you know, they're going to the Tiesto show. Yeah. And they knock on my door. It's four in the morning. I guess he does his shows really late. And yeah. Excelsior. Yeah. And he, um, uh, and they're, they're saying like, hey, we need to preview, like, we, we need to uh, premiere some new dance moves. Like, everyone's sick of our shit. Uh-huh. Uh, Tiesto's like ready to basically kick us off the tour. <laughs> I are don't they, totally are, know what their job is. Are they rolling at this point or are they like? They're rolling their face off. Yeah, their feet are covered in Vicks Vapo Rub and um, they're blo- they have, they're blowing that, that uh, menthol tube into each other's faces. Uh-huh. Both and, wearing mouth guards. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're both wearing mouth guards and they're, um, they're taking hits off a vape pen, but Kelvin keeps going, check it out, I can ghost it, and holding it for too long. Uh-huh. Like, way too long. So it comes out his eyes, kind of? It doesn't come out at all. Uh-huh. So, uh, anyway, that's got me nervous. So I'm like, what can I do to just get these guys out of here? Yeah. And I start reaching into my bag of tricks of... Legendary dance moves that I think Kelvin and Sandra can actually do because, as you know, they're not as athletic as I am. Right. Uh, and as I'm doing this, Keith. Uh, <laughs> cool. Keith, cool. Wakes up. Keith, comma, cool. Keith, comma. Wakes up. And you comes dan- out of the, and, you dance too loud. Yeah, and he comes out of the uh, the pool house <laughs> and starts screaming. And as he's screaming, he's waving his arms around above his head. Yeah. And as he's waving his arms around, his hips start to go too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as he's waving his arms and moving his hips. His toes get to a tapping. Yeah. And Kelvin says, that's it. I've got it. And he passes out. 
that uh, you're alluding to something in there that I would love to hear more about sometime, maybe not now, which is Keith's transition into Pool Keith. Yes. <laughs> For the song. I mean, this is actually a great segue. Yeah. So, hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking button, dropping names on the red carpet, line back hallways of the industry, industry we call showbiz. Showbiz. Uh, what we, up, what up? Uh, Howard is here. Howard's Howard our guest. made it. Howard Kramer. Um, he's on the other show uh, in the family of shows from Earwolf. Dang he's up. in your face and he's raw as hell. Deal with it. Yeah. It's big to get him now during the summer because this is like peak season for you. It sure is. You guys got me in. Do you say what day it is that you tape? Uh, for uh, well, a lot of people do their shows very far in advance. Oh, but with us, it's always uh, right before it airs. Three days before yeah. it airs. Why can't I yeah. say what day, so with Scott, day of the week it is? So with Scott, you'll get it there. Uh, you know, like February, and he'll consult his calendar, and then he'll be like, "Okay, you guys uh, have to pretend that it's like." mid-May at, yeah, at, at this point. Right. But, yeah. He's got you on a delay. Yeah. But yeah, you can say what it, like, you, you can say what day Say what it is. Say whatever. Say whatever, a different man. day. Say I would a different say, day if you want. Well, I want to say it's Saturday. Okay, and to, then we don't to, know if that's true. We don't know, but it would illustrate the sacrifice that I would make to give up a, a summer Saturday. A summer Saturday. They, they, they early afternoon like this. What are some of the things that you'd be doing instead? Eat a lobster? Where I were booking myself on a podcast, uh, getting myself booked so I could promote summer. No, I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would, yeah, I would be out enjoying it. I would be out maybe at the beach. Do you, but part of you must resent summer, you know, now that it's become a, like a work obligation for you. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. you know, like. You've taken the thing you love and made it your job. Well, I, I you know, that is sad. Actually, I I feel like I've I've avoided that because I don't overly promote like I like I put stuff out but I don't go after it. Okay, I, so you yeah. don't want us to talk about that Oculus summer on this. Oh no, we could talk about it, but okay. I just want it to be in a uh, in a in a free flowing way. We don't have to make it feel like a job. Howard, top three beach activities for you? Beach activities for me. I enjoy to um, walk along the water without. Oh without man! And it's in. getting on your feet. Gets on your feet. <laughs> I love that. I love to be there at the edge where the, the two where the two climates meet, hmm. the water and the earth. Where the water gets on your feet. The water gets on your feet right there. Uh-huh. But I know that other people like it too. Go seagulls and uh, all different forms of life. They like to be right there, with where they. Uh, at the edge. Where there. the ocean meets the sand. Are you yeah. wearing Tevas? Tevas? No. I'm not a flip-flops guy. Oh. Yeah. I feel like mm. people who uh, are amateurs, they're more of the flip-flop uh, crew. You wear? No, bare feet. I'm bare feet. Oh, though. bare feet. Bare I'm not a flip-flops guy either. That's why I didn't vote for John McCain. Yo. That's uh, right. Sorry. That guy, he had a vibe about him, right? Oh, yeah. I as a person, I think we could find him. I think we could finally get into this. <laughs> is it safe? I think yeah. I think um, I was a little nervous when you first started talking about it, but I think it is okay now to yeah to really get it out there. He at had long a vibe. Last, the dude had a vibe. Um, we I keep getting these texts uh, to ask if we're doing sure. it. No, yeah. I know, no. Um, yeah. I uh, uh, <sighs> we, c- c- Ryan, we'll just. We won't include this part. Okay. Um, so we have to do the howl stuff. Jesus. 
I'm trying to, as how I just much, said, like, I was trying sorry. to take a break. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. How, how, how long are we, like? Well, I have the, the uh, Kevin gave me the ad before yeah. we do, uh, you know, before we did, and, like, it's, like, 60 pages long. <sighs> and I guess this is punishment, you know, like, so what I heard right. from Scott, he's like, you guys have been selected to do like a special since we know you love doing how ads so much. Right. You've been selected to do a special entire episode how ad. So he's heard the. He's uh, in a lot yeah. of them. No, I know, but he's heard our other ads. He's heard the ones that we've done. Yes, since. And I guess Howard has been saying some stuff about how. Well. To, yeah, I mean, they're the, the just the, the the length of these ads, the the bullet points, and then it's like you gotta like you gotta fight your way to the content. Yeah, and so so he's like, and Howard's gonna come on and do the show too, which is great. Like we love having having Howard here. I would love to talk more about stuff related to some in Howard's career generally. Right. But we do have to sort of pivot to how it does have to be in an organic way. Um, there are a lot of phases to this ad. So we're just looking for clean transitions into how among our what would normally be our content with how. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, so we can just get back into the conversation with how. You Howell. guys could call me Howell, maybe. Oh, that that Howler. could be really. It could be like like an accident. Or, or just whatever works for you guys. Because Comedy Bang Bang will do this a lot where they'll like say something wrong, but then they'll turn that into to the thing that they're the trying thing, to talk about. And then that's a t shirt, you know? Right. Like, um, they do that on Mad TV, I remember. Uh, yeah. And Scott would not like it if you like, he implied <laughs> that he was copying from Mad TV. Well, I think they, they've evolved it, you know? All great artists steal, you know? But um, I would say, uh, that whatever Matt TV and Comedy Bang Bang same show it doesn't matter but but that, that's not you know that's not no you can say it now we can say it now it's not gonna be on the show Matt TV and Comedy Bang Bang are the same Essentially show the same show yeah. you know I mean, was, yeah. people come in and do characters they've got like one thing but they do it for a long time they've never been on at the same yeah. time so yeah so I've never see the bottom <laughs> I'm no yeah they've never been in the same room I know, I know that mentions is a big thing with this with this stuff so yeah if you just keep calling me Howell. You know, it would just be a, another way to get some mentions. It's in, some, weird, yeah, it's some well, weird like NLP thing, right? Uh, and that is actually in the what's that? What's that? N- neurolinguistic programming. Oh, okay, like right. if you're talking to a girl and you want to casually use the word penetrate, right. just in a non-sexual to get form, it in, yeah, so that so she just has that in her mind. Like, oh, I'm thinking about right. penetration. You know. So um, like anyway, it they does want say us to do that. Thing with that this. How the word how is the linguistic kill shot? <laughs> we, <laughs> we we do have to use it 250 times. In this in this discussion, um, so we'll get back in and just be like having a normal conversation about um, the stuff we were talking about before. But then that should blend organically into Howl stuff with us talking about the shows that we you, you know like right. we okay can we Great. can we like call attention to that like hey like we can't believe. How much howl we got to talk about, or do we? Just I think it should be that we can't believe how much great programming there. If there's anything we can't oh, believe, okay. it should be that we can't believe how. I think for okay, me, much great yeah, how just there is. seeing what Hayes has gone through with some of the ads he's done, you know, that Scott has made him do, when I've just happened to be out of the room, right? Um, that I, I think the safest thing is to just be like, it's we've got howl on the brain. Because I don't know if this okay. happened to you, right. Howard. They sent the master of disguise, Pistachio Disguisey. <laughs> To impersonate me. Turtle, turtle. Yeah, you know, remember the turtle guy? Turtle, turtle. Right. Turtle, turtle. Right. Yeah. 
but he like he came to my home and impersonated me to do a, to do a howl ad on my computer. Were you there? I caught him. Wow! Right yes. in your house? Yes, I caught him in my house because <laughs> he set the um, alarm off. He's a little like a Pokemon, huh? Yes, he is. My, yes, he is a lot like a, uh, a Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. So you, would you, you, you let him do the ad? You let him finish it? No, I told him to to oh. get the get the heck out of here. Scram. Yeah. Bust it. And I told him to tell Scott that uh, the next one of the flunkies he sent my way is gonna uh, send him back his fucking head. That stuff doesn't face Scott. I don't. I don't know why he just. He no, it makes him. It energizes him. Yeah. Well, do you, do you think this stuff? Do you ever think it, is it coming from him, or does it come from above him somewhere? Like scripts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I wonder about that. Yeah. I haven't seen Mister Scripts. I saw one. Of, no, I saw one <laughs> of the Scripps kids. The like, you know, little princes of Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Denny Scripts. And he was riding this scooter. I'm yeah. going to have trouble describing it. It's like a beach cruiser. Yes, it has handlebars. Yeah. Handlebars, but he's leaned all the way back. Uh, like it's one of those old-fashioned hogs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he's riding this thing, and he's screaming the wrong way down Sunset Boulevard. And everybody's pulling off, just crashing into the sidewalk. They know that's safer for them mm-hmm. is to crash into the sidewalk than, than to, to get in to, to get, get in, in Denny's little Denny Scripps's way. Mm-hmm. And he had um, uh, a babe in his lap. Yeah, she and this is a kid. I mean, you know, Denny's only like. I mean, the, I mean, he. I don't know what it is about making it seem like he's a kid. He is f- like forty. He's like, I would say he's like forty three, mm-hmm. but the it's very important to his reputation that he seemed like he's a little kid. Okay, yeah, I and yeah. for you to call him little Denny is like yeah, he's a little Denny script, but he is like not a child. No, I guess it worked. We on can me. talk I about it. I didn't know this, his but, actual age, but he yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. But um, he had this babe in his lap. Man, she was something else out of this world. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the girl who played Evie on Out of This World. Okay, should we get should we get back into it? No. Okay. I'm kidding. Are you good, Howard? Yeah, I'm just, you know, just trying to gear up for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Yeah. Come come back in here. Yeah. Okay. Uh and so uh, the beach uh uh, barbecue in the sand? Like, is that something that you would be into? Sure. Uh, clam bake, uh, you know, uh, fire pit, hunting, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You hunt any big waves out there? You know, I'm not um, that much of a surfer, uh, but um, I I like to uh, I like to cheer them on. Sorry, like Howard, on. you started talking about big waves. It just reminded me of the new wave of programming coming in from Howell, and and how excited I am to sort of hop on that, get pitted, and ride the tube all the way in. Absolutely. That's so funny. I was actually just listening to Howell on the way here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm trying to make make my way through all this new programming. There's 150 hours of original programming. Wow. Uh, and it feels like more, honestly. Boy, oing, uh, that just uh, gave me a, a a hard one. Absolutely, yeah. I'm engorged for content, and how is the place where I go to get it? The thing with how is 
there's stuff that I feel like is like for me and my friends to listen to together. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff that's great for parties to like play on the speakers at parties. Um, there's stuff for just like when I want to be by myself, there's stuff for me to play while I'm going to sleep. I can just sort of have a constant flow of how a material that's, that's going all the time. I'm so glad you mentioned parties because podcasts used to be a thing that I think lonely people listen to alone in their yes. car at work to feel like they have simulated with friendship. Them. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's really become so much more where it is preferable to putting on music at a party to put on something like, um, John Oliver and Brian Posehn uh, trying to figure out what the tune is to a Jack in the Box, and they're kind of winding the thing, and before it's it, a little tink a tink song. Before it pops, yeah, but they're yeah. just going like, "What is this? This is so familiar." Yeah, because uh, you can honestly bounce to some of these podcasts. Oh yeah, and not only can you bounce to them, but you almost have to because the rhythms of these people's speech is more satisfying than a drum and a bass and all that old music that we yeah. used to listen to. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why we say to people, uh, you can enjoy your summer by listening to Howl, and um, you can take it anywhere. It's portable. And um, like you were saying, Sean, um, it fits all the different Sonic needs, whether you like music, whether you like talking, it's going to be all there for you. And I would say I don't like music anymore. I used to think I liked it, but now I like Howl instead. Uh, this is actually, that's actually a really great point that Howard brings up, that Howl is so light. Um, a lot of these other podcast services, like, will actually physically make your phone very heavy. Right, because mm. of the files and sizes. And- yeah. And people are like, well, then that's like for strong people, but, uh, but Howl is for everybody. Uh, like including, you know, nerds. What I love about Howl is that I'm actually, even though it costs money to get it, I'm actually making money just by listening to it because uh, it's making me so interesting and fun to be around that I'm so much more likely to have a successful job interview or even just meet someone at a sports bar where they play Howl over the TVs instead of sports now. Yeah. Um, and be able to connect with someone who then maybe would provide me with an opportunity. Yeah. I've, I've had people ask me to go, uh, you know, you seem a little lighter. Your spirit's a bit lighter now. Is it, is it, is it Howl? And I, and I say, yeah, I'm on that now. I'm, uh, it's like so many others. I get the content that I need when I need it and it's great to just be connected to what people are talking about. What is it about on-demand content that really gets me so buzzed that it's better than any drug I've ever had? I feel like I'm shooting through the roof just hearing the opening uh, tune, tune chords of the song that leads into Gabrus talking to a scientist or something. Uh, what a fucking cool that, idea. That, that episode is my ringtone. Oh, the whole episode? Yeah. Wow. I love I love hearing it. And, uh, you know, you want to pick something you don't get tired of. I, it's a, no a wonder I can't pocket. get you to answer the phone lately. <laughs> you you want to hear the ring too much, Howard. <laughs> but, but, Sean, I'll tell you, I, I, I love every time you call me. Yes, thanks. It starts up my favorite thing, my favorite podcast. Uh, I, uh, it, we do have to um, do the script. Yeah, I know. Um. And I don't. I guess we're. It's something. It's like an audition or something because we will have to film it at some point. Mm-hmm. It's like an ad, like a TV ad. They sent us like yeah, oh, like a whole stream it. 
Yeah. Facebook Live. Yeah, I think they are. Oh, is that what's happening? Is that what this camera's for? Are we going to be streaming this ad right now, Ryan? Yeah, it's going out live. Oh, it's on. It's on FB Live. It's going out live on Facebook. Not this, but you're going to trigger. You're going to trigger the feed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. So who is going to play King Scripps? Okay. Uh, There's. Is it? I might have a typo. Mine says Mighty Emperor Scripps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, let's just make it a king. Just it's cleaner. Okay. Um, so I don't know how, do you want to be King Scripps or? I, I just, I've got to check. I'm not, I'm not Scott, I'm not sure which ones I'm allowed to play. I got to see what Scott had said. He's not letting you play certain characters. Oh, he said uh, that. Because one of them is, guys, is you. Are you allowed to play I don't know. I just, the Howard character? I thought we The all, ad is called Howard's Apology. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've had these restrictions for a while. You guys don't have Okay, them? then why don't I... I'll be King Scripps then if it's going to be an issue for okay. Howard to play that and himself. Okay. Okay. Um, maybe I... Can I just... Uh, maybe I'll hit some of the words. Like I'll just... Re- I'll do the words emphatically or... Or what you're asking you how Yeah. To, no, that you, sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, uh, you're asking how... If it's okay for you to... Just like... I don't know. Hit some, of the hit words. some of the words emphatically. I, that sounds really good to me. I don't. I I don't know if I'm allowed to be in it, but uh, I saw. But so then the solution is that you'll hit some of the words emphatically. Yeah, like I'll say it like like because I know when Randy and Jason, I see them do it. Like when they do the ads, they'll they'll hit some of those double ups, and they're they're it's it's. And that's what lets you know that it's not repetitive. We're not just giving you the same information in sort of an adult education style so that you hear it enough times that it's ingrained. Yeah, and it, it cuts through the din. It just bangs into your into your. If you're okay. allowed to do that, that sounds great. Okay. Uh, okay, and Ryan, will you trigger the feed, please? All right, here we go. Uh, a stately king's court. Mighty Emperor King Scripps sits at the front of the court in a big... Uh, head throne. I guess that's supposed to be like headphones, but the head throne. Hello. He says hello. So now you say hello. Hello. Uh, he lo- he sounds happy, but he actually looks very upset. Um. Uh. The the court jester, Chris Bannon. Approaches the the king and uh, I guess I'll be Chris. My liege, uh, Howard Kramer is here for his big apology. That insubordinate bastard! It better be one big apology if he wants to keep his head. June June Raphael. And uh, Susan Orlean, uh, the palace guards, swing open the door. Howard enters the court. Susan Orlean kind of like whacks the back of his leg so he has to drop to, drop to his knees. <laughs> and he and he shuffles up to the to the to the head throne. Howard, give me one good reason I shouldn't feed you to Andrew T. Right now. <laughs> um, hello, King. My liege. Mmm, liking this. Thank you for gazing upon me. I must am be a wretched mess. 
Oh, yeah, you, you said it, not me. For I have been held unjustly in your dungeon. Wait, what? Well, unjustly? What do you mean? Well, I have no thing to listen to in there. <laughs> ah, so the reason you've behaved so insolently is because you didn't have good juicy content? To squeeze in your ears and fill your brain with fun? That is true, my lord. Oh, Howard, it appears <laughs> I am the one who owes you an apology then. I didn't give you access to the new Howl.fm app. Oh, my lord, thank you. You are such a benevolent and kind ruler. I shall spread the word through all the village that you are a good and benevolent man. Yeah, hit benevolent really hard, emphatically. <laughs> uh, and then it says, uh, absent opportunity. You, you can talk about Oculus Summer here if you. Like, oh, okay. As your character. I see. Got it. Okay. Thought that was Scott. No, but this is so, you know, uh, yeah. the, the operation. What's your title? Production coordinator Kevin is here, and I think that is sort of meant to be like an extra set of eyes on yeah, the proceedings. Like right. Scott's always watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll try to get back into it. Um, could you just make, take the picture before I? Okay. Uh, hey, King. Yeah. Um. The weather's becoming so warm outside. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm wearing this short robe. I you enjoy it. Your legs look very uh, defined. Yeah, I've been doing a bunch of uh, mega squats. Mega squats, uh, your highness? Yeah, you know what makes it mega? I'm doing a motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, I am so joyed to be here with you in your kingdom and Wait. not in others. Uh, sorry, after he says the motherfucker, it says the king does the running man challenge. Oh, yeah, you got to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, do we carve out time for that or is that just going to? The have running the, man challenge? I don't do think we you have need, music. Do you need wild sounds of just him, like, struggling to do the running man? or? Yeah, how about that? We'll put the running man. So later we'll put the running we'll man. We'll plug in the visual, yeah. Audio uh -huh. over this, so you do sounds of him struggling to do the running man challenge, and we'll put the audio in later. Okay, so yeah, okay, so and if you want to feed me any wild noises that you think you would make, I'll take them. You know. Okay. I've been over there, uh oh, I'm running, but I'm not actually moving. That's running man dance. I think we should be having a. He's an old king, so he should be having a little more trouble. Oh no! <laughs> oh, this, rock, this infernal running man challenge! Ow! 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 Oh God! Oh, <laughs> okay. Is that good? Yeah, I think that's great. Um, maybe, maybe just one that hurts so much he can't, he can't continue. Okay. So wait, 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 and we'll put the music back in okay, now. Okay. Now. I've been watching. Oh! Oh shit, what the 
Okay, that's good for the yeah, owl. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, work for the owl. Out, and so, yeah, now Howard. Now we get we're back into Howard's one. Uh, King, is he done with the Running Man? Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, good Running Man, huh, dudes? Sire, you should be refreshed. Let me take you to the water's edge to do some swimming and to enjoy your summer. Mm, what a great low impact workout. It is. And if you don't want to go to the beach at all, you can listen to this new album, Oculus Summer, which takes you on a virtual reality adventure through summer without leaving your home or putting on goggles. Sitting in my summer submersible, there's only one seat it is full. I hope that the pressure doesn't crack a hole. I hope that it don't crush my soul. I dive, I dive so deep. It's quiet down here. Don't hear a peep, but I can see so many wild creatures. I'm freaking out from their fluorescent features. Oops, I bump into a squid that's sleeping. It gets mad and it squirts out in each. And that's available on Howl. <laughs> I didn't want to put it on there because people. <laughs> They're not used to looking for music back there. I don't know. So, <laughs> so that I think is maybe why you're here. Oh right. Yeah, it's yeah. all started to kind of come together. Well, you're yeah. in trouble too. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's great. Um, that feels good. Yeah, that'll kill on Facebook Live. Yeah. So disengage the feed, Ryan. Um, do, uh, and it says we have to plug ten our ten favorite. Shows. Oh wow! From the new crop. Yeah. Okay. Episodes or, uh, or just shows. I think just show. I mean, I think we can plug episodes if we want to. Okay. Um, but okay. Um, well, I guess Manson Family Values is a new show I'm really excited about. Uh, talk to Charlie Squeaky and the whole gang. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Robert Evans. Home uh, gets broken into in episode one, and uh, just because there's grisly murders uh, involved doesn't mean they're not a family. Yeah. Um, uh, laugh along with all your friends, and uh, don't forget to. And I don't know if this is the right. I, I'm, I carve a symbol into your forehead. Forehead. Yeah. Yeah, um, I like uh, – there's a new kind of spinoff of the canon, I guess, mm-hmm. with um, uh, Chris Dorner's ex-wife who uh, – she's uh, kind of ranking the Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's fun. It's just like fun to kind of think about these movies in a different way than you than you have before. Um, so so that's, that's one I'm getting pretty into. Do you, do you have one, Howard, that you – Oh, um, yeah, Jerry Miner, uh, he has a one on there. Um, it's just a single episode, I think. But it was, it's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he talks about podcasting, it's a new thing, and he's going to do one. It's an episode about how he, he's going to do a podcast? Yeah. It's long, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Does, it's him sort of coming up with and then abandoning ideas. Yeah. That sounds cool. I love the creative process. <clears throat> um, I mean, well, you know, that a lot of that, obviously, ad with the King Scripts was I got into, like, workout stuff. I yeah, guess that's yeah. a market they're trying to break into because yeah. the one that I am excited for is Firming Up Those Buns. Uh, Mark Furman uh, now has sort of a new... <laughs> New life uh, in the media, thanks to that OJ doc. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's very fit. Uh, he's going to be giving workout tips and walking you through an audio workout. Uh-huh. Uh, where he encourages you to keep good form and also to keep in mind that um, he's your friend, uh, that some of the words he used were just words people used uh-huh. back then. And... Uh, He's, you know, he's got a great voice, and he's going to be a, a welcome addition to the Howell family, firming up those buns. Uh, I get all this show, different shows for that same uh, low price. The same low price, yeah. What is it? It's fucking uh, f- five bucks. But with the code Hollywood, I think it's less. It's either that much or it's less than that. Yeah. Uh I like that, you know, they're doing some more kind of serious political shows mm-hmm. um, uh, with like Katie Couric and David Gregory and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, it's a nice change of pace from the comedy stuff. Uh, Donna Brazil is is doing a show. Um, she accidentally turned her, the voice memo functionality on her phone while she was uh, playing Pokemon Go. And so it's a lot, it's like her sort of take on... The experience of catching these uh, these monsters and oh, like, she tapes as she plays. Yes, she's t- she's taping as she plays, and um, so you get to sort of ride with her as um, different. Like an, uh, Zapdos gets away, and you know what is sort of her take on what that means uh, for the political landscape, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and also you know the triumph as uh, you know she she uh, goes to a, a gym and. Beats a meowth or something. Oh, that's really oh. fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna get that on FM. Uh, you're not. You, there's just a. It's a just whole like, new yeah. world right. now with the, yeah, the yeah. Radio. Being able terrestrial to get this radio. Content yeah, terrestrial I mean, this is Howl.fm, never... but I don't think that has anything to do with. It's a mistake. Yeah, they um, just kept they kept it going once it got in people's heads. Howard, was there another show that you were? Um, Fucking stoked on. There's one here. Um, the, uh, uh, how uh, how paywall pay is a show I like a lot. Oh yeah, that's a really cool. We're all really excited about paywall. Yeah, um, it's they just cover all the different. Um, like there's a different construction going on here within Earwolf and the different, um, you know. Stuff they're having erected here in the office. There's always big changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to come in and see that it's different. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. The money is you. You may not see it in Howell, but you would see it here in the office. Yeah. So it's definitely being put to good yeah. use. Weird little phone call closets. Everything you could want. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, we we've got. You know, uh, there's sort of like this cool global show coming up. Um, it's uh, around the world with Michael Caine. I think they want you to think it's Michael Caine. It's actually Michael Fay. 
Um, he obviously was caned in Singapore right. for <laughs> chewing gum, doing graffiti on a car. Yeah, well, they called that chewing gum. I think he just stuck his gum to a car or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, he uh, got his butt caned, um, uh, blisters on his butt, butt split open, <laughs> big bamboo rod, and uh, the you know the U.S. government was able to negotiate the number of wax with the cane down. I think. But uh, ultimately, he had to take his licks. Uh, so who better to sort of take you on a tour of Asia, Africa, and – oh, go ahead. How Can I just do these a summer plug? Because um, I have a song called Summer Gum, which is about going there and chewing gum and how you're not allowed to. And it's mm-hmm. on uh, my second summer album, Have Another Summer. Well, okay, so maybe Michael will, you know, uh, listen to that and sort of talk about that. But he goes all around great. and and talks That'd about the different huge. customs. It's um, it's a lot, you know. Uh, it's sort of a more global version of Hidden America. Uh, they do have a bunch of more shows with Nation in the t- there's um, Hard Nation and Fake the Nation just came out. Um, mm-hmm. There are a few more Nation right. shows. Spontanation. Yeah, spontaneous nations. Uh, Scarborough Nation is now going to be. Right. Yeah, yeah. Scarborough yeah, Country has um, rebranded as Nation. They just realized they missed the opportunity to say Nation. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Jonah Ray is hosting a new show called Home Depot Nation, where he uh, will return your plants for you. Like, he returns people's plants mm-hmm. to Home Depot. Uh, that I think it's sort of branded as, like, a prank show that he thinks he's, like, getting away with murder, essentially, because you are allowed to just, like, return plants as many times as you want the Home Depot and get new plants. Yeah, um, and you don't necessarily have to have a receipt. And so I think, like, he's sort of winking at the camera the whole time going, like, I don't even have a receipt for this. Yeah. Um, there's a great um, – there's the, there's one that Kumail's on that's really good. Oh, great. Yeah. Kumail guess on one. Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, that's yeah. very exciting. Oh, I'm stoked. He's helping him with the plants. Yeah. That's great. And are we, are we good? That's ten. It's like I just got a text that says that I guess somehow Scott is listening to this. Ryan, oh, you know what? It's, uh, Ryan, you know. Um, Said it was going out. Live. The engineers, the engineers, because I know starred pretty good Brett yeah. and Morris because we do this stuff together. Yeah, yeah, they have body cams on the um, a lot of the engineers now. So oh, it's, just, okay. it's their way of keeping an eye, an eye on things. That's because you can't see him, but the size of one of Ryan's pupils is changing. It's like kind of widening in and out, like it's focusing. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's making that little noise. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's digitally enhanced aperture. Yeah, it's like aperture. So Scott does say that um, it's jet aperture. Scott says that Howard has to do one more. Um, of his favorite shows. Oh, no. And, oh, oh, Howard, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, there's a new one. Uh, I don't know if the Sklars have anything to do with it, but it's, it's sports one. It's the um, 80-yard potato sack race to the to the uh, Earwolf men's room. So um, whenever, like, the interns or the um, workers out there, they need to go to the bathroom, we put them in a potato sacks and and uh race them down there and it's a you know it's a quite a ways okay scott says we have to end the show now oh really okay well, that was only nine i think bye <laughs>
to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbs. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.